What's up, gang? How you guys doing? It is Lieutenant Sound Blue, 28-year law enforcement veteran and the author of the Top 25 Mistakes in Route to the Good Life, First and Second Edition. So we out here, you know, and I'm I'm relaxing today. Well, I'm not really relaxed. I just came from work, and um, I am in lounge mode. Let's say that lounge mode. Uh, but I am definitely working, doing my podcast, working on a. Uh, uh, my new book, uh, and it's a nice short book, but it's straight into the point. It's called The Mentor Manifesto. That'll probably be out come uh, September. Um, so I got a couple of weeks before that comes out. Just working on some of the final touches, and uh, and from that manifesto, I've been doing some of my podcast episodes and asking you guys some questions uh, so that I can build and grow on uh, some of the answers that I'm giving you guys for for some of the mistakes that I made uh, throughout my 28-year career in law enforcement. So uh, as I'm doing that, guys, I want you guys to understand um, these are not all the mistakes that people make in their route to the bad life, but these are critical mistakes that if you make them, man, oh, man, boy, it is hard to come back from. And, um, and especially almost impossible to come back from without a mentor to guide you out of the darkness. And that is what I needed, guys. I needed somebody to guide me out of the darkness because I was lost, man. I was lost in my career, my life, my relationships, my finances. Um, the only thing I had going for me was good health, you know. And I know that people will pay millions and millions of dollars for good health. Um, because not a dime you earn can, can gain you any greater help if you don't take care of yourself. And so that's one of the things that I had going for me. So um, I was fortunate. I was fortunate because I know people who were making the same mistakes I did that didn't last long in their careers, and most of them didn't last long in life. So um, I don't want you guys to go down that same route of making these mistakes. So uh Let's get into today's lesson. As I said yesterday, we finished off with convictions. We were talking about convictions, but I had one question that I asked you guys at the end of the podcast that I wanted to get into, and I was like, you know something? This is too deep of a topic to continue on with this podcast, so I'm going to start off today and and just ask you a question, and it says, have you formulated your opinions on a particular race based on what someone else has told you about them. Now, this gets deep, right? Um, This gets deep because despite what people see firsthand from one or two individuals, they they begin to think that that individual is an anomaly to the race, right? Um, An example of this is that, uh, let's say, Asians are very good at math, right? And so uh, someone will say, see an Asian person, and they will use the uh, their prejudices that other people told them about Asian people and assume that that person is good in math. So um, they will do things and say like, uh, for an example, they'll say black people as a race are lazy. Or they'll say white people as a race are racist. And um, these are polarizing things that that draw the masses to them. And the reason why they draw the masses to them, guys, is because it's easy. 
It's easy. As I told you guys before, the masses cling to the lowest hanging fruit. They don't cling to logic. They don't cling to reason. They cling to what's easy. And if everybody is saying that black people are lazy or black people are dangerous or black people are criminals or white people are racist or Chinese Chinese people are um, good at math or Jewish people are frugal or, you know, or uh, I don't know. There's so many... Um, convictions that people begin to develop in their life about certain races told by people and mostly told by people who don't know anything about those races who don't know anything about those cultures right you know it takes a well-refined individual to meet a person right judge them for who they are and how they acted to them and throughout their interaction and get to know that person as opposed to trying to place that person in an easy category. Um, This was difficult, right, for me to do in law enforcement because in law enforcement, what they teach you how to do um, as the lowest hanging fruit is to um, categorize people who you think are doing chemical not chemical, but uh, criminal behaviors, okay, so that you can easily define um, a crime before it's being committed, basically. Uh, uh, That's what they're trying to do. Or someone who is most likely to commit a crime. Well, the problem with that is, is that law enforcement as a whole, um, it doesn't teach you to deal with each and every single individual as a uh, as one person and them making their own decisions and them not moving a certain way because of who they are or what race they are so um, and the reason why they don't teach that I guess guys is is because of reactionary time right um, our people get upset with me when I say um, the way they teach law enforcement officers in the academy is if there are a bunch of, you know, computers where you just program this in and they have to do these set things over and over again and, and that is how it's going to work out. And the truth is, is that officers are not computers, okay? And just because they're taught to react a certain way, um, every single circumstance is different. There's so many variables to people um, because people are um, unpredictable. And and I know that people say that they can predict people's behaviors, but a lot of times um, when you think you're predicting somebody's behavior, at any given time, they can change. People can change. And uh, so um, if you have the conviction that people don't change, and you also have the conviction that other people have taught you to lump people into one category, then you're going to make the false assumption of who someone is based on their race. And that is wrong, guys. That is wrong. So um, uh, the note I wrote in uh, my mental manifesto was, um, this question has two parts because you need to truly go deep on your convictions when it comes to identifying individuals in life, right? 
I went on to say, if you take the lazy path to relationships with people, you will fall victim to this conviction. And that is the conviction of taking someone else's opinion about a race and treating everybody within that race as if they fall within that conviction. You know, not treating individuals as individuals, not judging individuals through their actions as opposed to, right, judging an individual by what someone else told you so that you don't have to add that extra layer of thinking and investigation when it comes to you dealing with people and you reacting to people. So you have to learn that, that, right? And I finish off with saying, answer this question honestly, right? And because I really, really, when, when I wrote my mentor manifesto, I want everyone to think deeply because when you begin to think deeply, that is when you begin to change your life. That is when you begin to make changes in your life that matter. So um, I tell people to answer this question to themselves honestly in order to free you know, themselves from the grasp of having a conviction that you're doing what everybody else tells you to do. And not, but following the masses when it comes to just judging people, you know, um, and, and, it, and it's difficult, right? It is difficult, you know, in the different fields, but when it comes to relationships, guys, when it comes to building relationships with people, um, it happens in all races, right? Uh, it happens in all people, right? All people, or the majority of people, I'd like to say, make assumptions about people based on their race, right? Based on what they see and, and based on what they hear. Um, they don't do no serious investigation about people's lives or a particular individual or their upbringing or, how, or what they came up from, right? You know, I had somebody before. You know, say, um, ask me, was I from down south? I, I said that I sound southern, you know, um, was my parents from, you know, down south, Georgia, Virginia. And I, and I told them no. And, and they just they think they're making nice conversation. But what they're doing is they're, they're leading with assumptions, right? So when you lead a conversation with assumptions, what happens is you kind of block the path of learning, right? When you leave with assumptions, you block the path of learning because you can't truly learn from an individual if you are always talking, right? If you're always talking and leading with assumptions and while that individual is talking, you are waiting to tell them um, what you heard last or what you think next or why this or why that, um, you're not going to learn from that individual. Most of the time, if you leave with assumptions, um, that individual is probably going to shut down when it comes to uh, allowing you to learn more about them or about their particular race or about their particular culture or, or about who they are, right? Because what I found out, right, is um, yes, people have a culture that they believe in, a culture that they follow, a culture that they were raised in, and they have the, the, the norms of that culture, of the things of how they cook 
food or how they dress or how they talk or or how they celebrate you know so they have those things involved in the culture right but that that's that's only a part of what makes up an individual guys that is only part of what makes up an individual our, our brains and our minds right and our personalities and our emotions okay are, are multicultural right because in life we pull from everything right we pull from different cultures we pull from things we see on television we pull from people we interact with we pull from our friends from our relationships you know uh, so so everybody is multicultural when it comes to them developing themselves as an individual and and that is what people need to learn how to understand right that you just can't take an individual put them in a box with a bunch of other individuals who are the same color or the same race you know or from the same region you know or whatever you know um and then assume that everyone within that box is going to act the same way and do the same things and have some of the same likes and the same interests you can't do that life does not operate like that life does not operate in a box and when you begin to uh, step outside of that box and begin to question and learn and speak with people then you will truly learn how to develop enriching relationships with all races and begin to develop yourself because I tell you guys this once you begin to take in other cultures and understand other cultures you will then see the beauty in life right you will then probably wake up extremely happy each and every day because your life is enriched with so much to appreciate that that you begin to uh, just know how to talk to this person because you appreciate what they brought to the table and then you know and throughout your day you talk to another person because of what they bring to the table and that is how you begin to develop good relationships in life that is how you begin to communicate really truly communicate with people um, you have to allow people to talk you have to allow people to express themselves you have to understand you know uh, that maybe if somebody talks loud they're not necessarily being violent right they're just expressing themselves in, in a different manner than what you're used to in your environment and so um, this all falls back on my, my assessment of seek first to understand and then be understood. And so I know when I say this in law enforcement, it is very, very difficult uh, for you guys to do this to seek to understand, but first be understood. But in law enforcement, it is called doing your homework, guys. It is called doing your homework. Your homework does not end when you walk across the stage at the academy it is not in there it is this is the beginning of your homework right this is the beginning of you learning about people when you start to learn about people now you can do your job so efficiently right that a lot of things can be avoided by just sheer communication 
Communication is power, guys. Communication is key to any business in the world, but it is definitely truly important in the world of law enforcement. So I ask you guys to uh, seek first to understand and then be understood. And you have to be so much better at it than everybody else, right? Your reaction time has to be in split seconds, right? So you need to, in split seconds, be able to communicate with somebody, pull out the proper information that you need, make the determination of a threat, okay? And either stand up or stand down. And and it's so important. And, and so I hear people always talking about law enforcement and reactionary time and, and, and what they need to do. And the problem is, is that they need more reps and sets. They need more reps and sets, situational reps and sets to get them better at what they're doing, right? Once you begin to get better at what you're doing, once you begin to learn the true communication of people and cultures, right, and not throwing everybody in that one basket, then you will begin to learn how to do your job at the highest level. And that, that is what is asked of me when I was in law enforcement. And that is what is asked of any of you guys out here in law enforcement. You have to operate at an extremely high level. Higher than anybody you know and anybody you are around. That's right. That's how high a level you have to operate. That probably most likely the people that you are around are not going to operate at this level. And you have to take it to the next level. You have to turn it up. You have to set the bar so high that the bell curve pulls everybody else up. So, um, listen, that is what I'm talking about today, man. I'm talking about that today because convictions stunt your growth. Convictions stop you from being the person that you need to be. Convictions stop you from doing your job at the best of your ability. And convictions about race because somebody else told you that this race does this and that race does that is a recipe for disaster in any profession that you are in. There is no um, judging people based on their race, guys. You just can't do it, right? So hopefully um, uh, this has helped you guys to grow to mature and to learn how to move at a much higher level because that's what it's going to take for you to have a better life guys you're going to have to learn to move at a much higher level so uh that's it for today man i got some work to do tonight i'm trying to wrap up this uh mentor manifesto and i got a honey do list i gotta get to my wife says it's a honey to do list and i get it but it's a honey do list because i don't have it choice to get it done. <laughs> oh gosh listen you gotta have fun with this man you gotta have fun each and every day uh, so um listen guys in the description i'm gonna give you guys a link to my book check out my book top 25 mistakes and route to the good life the second edition and also my audio book is out guys check out my audio book top 25 mistakes and route to the good life that is out in september i will have out um my mental manifesto as well as guys as well as i'm, I'm gonna have out a, a nutrition course and a medication uh meditation course coming out to help you guys to clear your mind and uh 
and to achieve the best life possible and optimal day possible. So uh, this is Sal Blue signing off, man. Make sure you guys check me out on Instagram, Facebook, Top 25 Mistakes and Route to the Good Life group, TikTok, and Twitter. I'll talk to you guys later. You guys have a great night. Deuces. Deuces.